Hi, my name's Haley, and I am a Canadian queer woman <laughs> based in Nova Scotia, and I'm here with my friend. Hi, I'm Lou. Um, I'm a Chinese international student after just graduated. I'm a Chinese girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've been here in Halifax for two years, and today we're going to do a little talk about dating, especially cross-culture dating. Yeah, Lou and I have been talking about starting a podcast where we discuss the differences between dating in China and dating in Canada, mm -hmm. um, and then specifically when you date someone from a different culture and, mm -hmm. and kind of all the questions and mm -hmm. discoveries that come along with that. Mm -hmm. And we've had a few good conversations in the past. So we thought we'd just try to replicate them again and then share them with all of you or whoever exactly. listens to this. <laughs> so for any one of you who are like wondering, you know, what it, what it would be like and what would be some of the most common questions that you would run into if you date someone from like especially an Asian background? Yeah, person? for sure. Mm -hmm. I have some questions for you, cool. definitely. I hope you have some for me too. But I think to start... Mm -hmm. We should talk about the first thing mm -hmm. that we talked about in terms of relationships right. um, between Canadian and Asian couples. That's right. And that's like the <laughs> definition of a relationship. That's like, right. When are you actually in a relationship? Because I find, mm. I think you pointed out that with a lot of Canadian friends that you know, mm. um, it's very chill mm -hmm. and there's not a lot of like parameters or mm -hmm. or like boundaries or anything. It's just like... Mm -hmm. mm, are we dating? I don't know. Like people don't decide for a while. They're just kind of seeing each other yeah. or hooking up, and then maybe they'll start dating somewhere along the way. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like it's different. Yeah, it is definitely different. Um, and I only really came to know that after I came like to Canada, because I'm going back to the question um, when a Canadian when they start dating, they kind of like seeing each other this like this phrase um doesn't even have a translation like a, an equivalent in chinese nothing so mm. so you will be like going through i think everyone at one point of their life must be going through this phase where they kind of see multiple people even like a couple of people at the same time and then we'll decide who i like better who I like more like i want to commit to a relationship um whereas <laughs> whereas in our, our culture um I mean, you can have multiple pursuers, if that makes sense. Like, a lot of people might, like, like you at the same time. Mm -hmm. And they will, like, send you flowers and like, mm -hmm. they will give you cards. And if you're in high school, they'll probably just slip through a note and say, like, hi, I really like you, I think you're pretty or whatever. Um, but you wouldn't start seeing, like, any of them unless you say yes. Like, and, like if they wrote you something, um, they will literally say, be my girlfriend, like, right from the start, they'll be like, oh, go on a date with me. They'll be like more aggressive almost. And they'll be like, be my girlfriend. Like, I really like you. Mm -hmm. And then when the girl says yes, and then they start a date, they will start dating mm -hmm. and they become like couple almost. And then there's, they're kind of in this committed relationship. Whereas like in, in Canada, like that sounds almost insane because you don't, you barely know the person and now suddenly you are committed. Right. Um, but that being said, I mean, you do go through different, like, stages in a relationship like if in China if it like 
if you're dating someone who's from like a more traditional um, culture, you wouldn't start like once you said say yes, I want to be a girlfriend. You wouldn't just start to have sex in the first day. Like that's not it. But you right. still go through like a progress. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of how you define and start a relationship off the bat. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> is that? <laughs> yeah, okay, so if I have this right, it's like you're almost, people court you for mm. a bit before you make mm. a decision, and then as soon as you make a decision, mm-hmm. it's like laid in stone. Mm-hmm. You're in a relationship with this person mm-hmm. until you're not, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, is that right? Is that right? Hmm. I, I don't think it's wrong, but I don't think it's smart. Right. I, think because I've dated people back in China and I, I think Ooh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well it's not like serious relationships mm-hmm. which is kind of now I think about it I think it's probably because we didn't go through the figure things out phase mm-hmm. so it's so easy for anyone to do like to make the wrong decision whereas here I think it, it just makes more sense because you're seeing other options and then you would know what would suit you better. Mm-hmm. And I do think times are changing. So I, th- I think maybe, you know, in a few years or even like maybe not as long as a few years, people are going to change at one point. Mm-hmm. Like because it's just smarter and it's better for you, I think. Right. So are there like... Um... I think the question I want to ask is like, does it depend on the person in China? Like, if it's super serious like that, or if, like, is there any leniency in terms Ooh, of like terms what of a relationship what? means? Like, right? Are there some people who are very chill and kind of like mm. maybe hook up with a few people and then figure out who they like best? Like mm-hmm. you were saying before, does that ever happen? Um, yeah, I think so. But not as common as it is here. Mm-hmm. Um, we do sometimes say that, you know, you're kind of like our friends, mm-hmm. but then you're not because you will go through the subtle f- stage where you both know that you like each other, but you can't kind of like your friends. It's more innocent. Mm-hmm. Like say here when you're seeing people, you go to movies, you, you hold hands, you're probably going to even kiss the other person. And that's okay to kiss a few people at the same time. Let me not at the same time, but like, but in China, I think it's more conservative. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you're sort of friends with a lot of, with a few people, mm-hmm. but you don't do all the dating stuff. You know what I mean? Right. You don't have sex with them, of course, but like. Here, I feel like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to just have sex with one person all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you can have, like, you can just be with a few people, and then for a lot of people, it's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Which I guess kind of leads me to my next question, um, mm-hmm. which has to do with, like, PDA. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But the weird thing is that kind of what you were saying is like I find people are a lot more open to having sex but not dating but just kind of like fooling around and that's usually totally cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the same time I think between like the Asian couples that I've seen, the Canadian couples I've seen, like 
the difference in PDA, like people kind of holding hands and being very touchy in public, I think is a lot higher with like the Asian couples that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Canadian couples, it's more like, um, like there's a little bit of that, but it's almost awkward when it happens. <laughs> it's weird. It's like, it's like self-conscious. Yeah. Whereas I don't get that vibe. Yeah. With Asian couples, but I don't know if yeah. that's like, what do you think of that? Right. Um, I think it's definitely, I, I completely agree, because physically we are more close with each other, not just in relationship, just like even between girls. I remember we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Like girls' best friends, they will hold hands mm-hmm. like when they walk. Like I remember I was holding my, my girlfriend's hand and they would just suddenly be like, oh, like, wait, we can't do this here. Like, people are going to think, like, we're, like, dating, and then all the other guys are going to, like, run away. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to lose out on guys <laughs> because we're holding hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, definitely, we're closer. And even when we're having a conversation, I remember even before I came to Canada or before I went, to, like, went abroad, mm-hmm. I was told by a lot of people, like, when you talk to a foreigner, you have to keep your distance a little bit further than you than you usually do, mm-hmm. and that's because in that culture, you can't just be so close to the other person. Mm. Um, I think I don't know. Maybe it's because we have we we have a larger population, so we're closer mm-hmm. <laughs> to each other. Just physically, always physically. closer. Yeah. Does that matter if you're like really good friends with someone, or mm. if you're almost like strangers? Is there always a difference? A difference in the size of the like right. space you have between someone. Yeah, I think definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't just be as close as touchy as like to your yeah. partner, right? Like, you can't mm-hmm. just touch them. That's <laughs> creepy. <laughs> That's so creepy. That's not good. Um, um, I guess like even physically, like, or I guess even standing next to each other. Mm-hmm. Do you find there's a difference even with that too? Oh, um, yes, but not as obvious as between most Canadians. I feel like it's okay to stand really close to someone mm-hmm. like as long as say you already started started a conversation for a bit mm-hmm. and then you're kind of standing you're not touching each other physically but you're kind of really close and that's not weird mm-hmm. like if i mean there are cases where people would be like will be like i i, I think this is too too close but that's really rare mm-hmm. most of most of us were really comfortable we're not that um, sensitive to privacy mm-hmm. as a lot of Canadians like not even Canadians I bet like a lot of people from Western culture they will be like oh I want my space I want I want there's like I want spaces between two seats or whatever mm-hmm. but in, in I think in places like Hong Kong or Shanghai um, where like people are just physically close all the time mm-hmm. and at the end you're just really used to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right because <laughs> um, we have all this forest in Canada we can just roam around and be free mm-hmm. um, I guess that also kind of ties into the idea that once you're dating as an, an Asian couple you're kind of like very you kind of talked about the idea of like you became one person mm-hmm. you do everything together yeah. whereas with a lot of people like western people I think I think we've talked about this. Like, mm-hmm. you want that space yeah. and you want independence. Yeah. And it's kind of like a, a codependent relationship, mm-hmm. but not where you need that person mm-hmm. around all the time. Maybe that's not the case in 
infusion culture at all, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, I can't speak to every single Asian company. Yeah, of course, <laughs> and I can't be corrected if I said anything like that's you know people would my Chinese right. friends might disagree on. But so maybe I'll say like Chinese culture. Chinese culture, mm-hmm. even even more so, just like your personal experience. My personal, yeah. yeah. Um, wait, my personal experience of what? Like the of your of Chinese culture. of Chinese culture. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell I'll tell a little story. Mm-hmm. So when I was still dating my ex, mm-hmm. um, and he's Canadian, of course, and you know all this, um, and I remember I was planning on a trip um, to somewhere PI or somewhere. I was like, at one point, I really wanted to go for a few days, <laughs> right? And then I was I was talking to my girlfriend, and right away she just asked, "Oh, like, isn't like." he gonna like doesn't he have to work and i was like well i can go with my friends like you mm-hmm. and then it just small things like this and realize once you have a partner boyfriend girlfriend people are going to assume that you guys aren't going to do everything together it's mm-hmm. it's kind of in the back of their mind mm-hmm. um and all my chinese friends they do spend a lot more time with each other than my canadian friends and a lot of my Kenyan friends, they are they, they when when I ask them about this, like when I just I mean observe them, they've been in a relationship for a year longer than my Chinese friends, but they tend to have even them they they still had like more space, more like individual time than my Chinese friends. Right. Um. I don't know. I think our culture is more. It's just more family orientated. Like it feel, it feels like it has that sense of like, oh, you rely on each other, mm-hmm. and you're so close to each other. You you want everything from the other person, mm-hmm. um, and you're loyal and you're committed. I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm, I guess from my personal experience, like I've definitely seen that in my own relationship. Where, mm-hmm. but I think I think my relationship with my girlfriend is a little bit is a little bit extreme where there was a lot of distance for mm-hmm. the first like two years mm-hmm. where I think we were very close emotionally but we didn't spend a lot of time together like mm. maybe once or twice a week mm. not that that's not a lot but it was like there were very large chunks of time like days mm-hmm. and days where we just wouldn't see each other and I think to me because that was but I, I think I found that frustrating almost mm. because it was just like our schedules, like there was too much going on in our lives to make mm. time to spend with each other. We weren't living together, so there was no way for us to operate around each other. Right. Like every time we hung out, I think we felt like we had to entertain each other and really yeah. like be there, be there yeah. and be connected and having like an experience together. Yeah. And I found that really surprising like I didn't expect that to happen so I think I think for my relationship is maybe even like more extreme on the (laughs) time that you don't spend together than most people's relationships because I feel I feel like sometimes it's very easy to jump into a relationship and it starts off really really fast Mm -hmm. and then you kind of like get to know the person along the way but you're still spending like days with each other mm-hmm. um or at least like going off and doing your own thing and then coming together in the evening and like mm-hmm. being together then um but for me it was like very different and now now I have 
now we live together mm. and that was a big change right because we got so used to not yeah. seeing each other that much and then we spent all our time together <laughs> and it was like oh my god <laughs> you're everywhere but it was really nice it was just a big change um I felt like that was a weird thing to a mm. weird way to start dating someone I felt like mm. we started very very slowly mm-hmm. it was like two years before we oh, wow. moved in together not that that's a long time but I think I think it is a long time though for some people. I know some Two people years. who like after six yeah. months they're like, Oh, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. get an apartment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um But, but I yeah. yeah, but I think it's it's never bad if you like before you move in you do need to like know each other a lot mm-hmm. before you officially move in especially because that's a shared responsibility like who take out the garbage who clean the house yeah <laughs> you know what I mean so I feel like you, you really need to get along before you start to move in together yeah definitely mm-hmm. I think there was also like a lot of emotional things that we had to work on too mm-hmm. um like I think we got through a lot of like hiccups that happen along the way in a relationship but quite mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. and then yeah, if we had have moved in together in the first year, I don't know if we'd still be together right now. Because we just had to like work through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that reminds me of something else that I talked with my Chinese friends about, mm-hmm. like the hiccups that you go through, like little bumps that you go through in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking, like me and my friend, and she's also Chinese, um, and she said that she feels, you know, um, she felt like at the time. When she was like first in in Halifax, um, and she knew, already knew that people here tend to have a higher divorce rate than China. I don't know if any Canadian is aware of this. Like it's just you know it's a thing that mm-hmm. here the the divorce rate is just much higher. Mm-hmm. And she had this metaphor that I just can't get out of my head. And she said like for foreigners, which I think she meant Canadians or like Americans. I don't know. For foreigners, for them, if they find out find out that the fridge isn't working, which means like of course the relationship, they right. will just dump it. Ah, I see. Whereas for a lot of Chinese couples, if they find out that the fridge is not working, they will try their best to like fix it and fix it and fix it and fix it, mm-hmm. or they will try 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 to like put up with it even. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of painful in a way. I think it probably has some something to do with with our culture is to like to and suffer and almost like to just to be really passive. Mm. Whereas here it's more progressive. It's like, oh, if it, this is not working, I think it's more shameful to stay in a in an unha- uh, unhappy relationship than to mm-hmm. staying. But whereas if it's like the opposite the other way around in china because you feel like oh you're divorced ah like that's not good right instead of saying oh this is a new beginning from for you or whatever Mm -hmm. i mean you still feel sorry for the other person but that's kind of like a like if you're divorced you're like oh that's too bad gotcha Mm -hmm. yeah i think like the divorce rate here is very high you're right yeah i mean i never (laughs) really thought about it but i think for a lot of people like I think there's a certain extent that they will try to fix things, mm. but um, there is this kind of threshold where if it's mm-hmm. not working, then 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 I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think there's this idea of 
yeah, if you can't be happy in a relationship and you're not making the other person happy or not contributing to their happiness, then mm-hmm. it's that that's it. Mm-hmm. Then it's just not going to work, which I don't know if that's always the case. Like, I think there's some things where sometimes mm-hmm. you're, stupid, you're yeah. just not unhappy. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you're just not happy. And that's mm-hmm. something that you have to work through. Like, there's reasons for that. Right. And together with, like, mm-hmm. the right amount of communication and, like, patience and work, mm-hmm. um, you can figure out what's going on and fix it. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people don't try to do that. Yeah. Or maybe they're just also very good at recognizing mm-hmm. that it's unhealthy and mm-hmm. they'd rather kind of release That's that right. person from the pain. <laughs> yeah, from the pain yeah. and also themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, the last thing that I want to talk about with you yeah. today mm-hmm. is the different opinions on sex between. Ooh. Our culture. Yeah. I hope it's not too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> too late for that. No, I mean, I mean, like, if someone is listening to this, too late. Never mind. Um, <laughs> if you don't want anything to get super racy, then you better just, like, <laughs> end now. No. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be fine. But um, I feel like, I don't know if there is any di- big differences, but I feel like there might be. There definitely yeah. is. Like I don't, I don't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, how about we start with like how serious people think sex is? Mm-hmm. Um, or, I mean, um, I feel like sex here is more casual. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas sex in our culture is more is like more um significant right like if you have if you are remember we're talking about the stage where you're kind of friends with them and you hang out with them Mm -hmm. without holding hands and kissing them and you you both know you like each other that sort of weird subtle stage yeah kind of like that innocent like we high school we we like each other but But, we haven't done anything about it yet mm -hmm. um but if you have sex with other person that's like all usually it means that stage is like over mm-hmm. whereas here you can still be in that stage you can still have sex kisses and holding hands and everything mm-hmm. and if like you have especially for a lot of girls and guys um they think if you there are I'm, i bet there are certain guys who will think if you slip around like slip with a lot of people or a few people more than one person at the same time you're pretty much a slut for them to them so really they will judge you mm-hmm. I, I mean not everyone but here people are like oh as long as you're having fun like you're not raped and they're not like being disrespectful you're fine but if it's in China people are like, oh you like how can you do that you're a girl you're supposed to be you know oh so there's still kind of that dichotomy between mm-hmm. men and women where is it okay for men to do that though it is not okay, but it's extremely not okay with the woman, okay. and especially for guys, because guys will judge you so hard. Like they will be like, "Oh, I don't want to be their boyfriends. I don't mm-hmm. want to be, you know." And I remember a friend of friend, and she told me one of her family members got married, and one of the reasons that the guy decided to get married with the girl was because she was a virgin. Oh, that's like people like guys actually, and they will get like, and there are guys who will get you get so mad at you because oh you're not a virgin like, like you lied to me and things like this, 
I mean, it's getting less often right now, but still there are certain people who be like, like, oh, like you're not a virgin. I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and like being virgin is always a good thing for most guys. Oh, you're a virgin. Oh, like you're so innocent. And then I get to like be the first man to have sex with you. Right. But mm-hmm. it's okay if the man is that. Exactly. That's so unfair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awful. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. I mean, it's so unfair to to us to for us because it's just you know it's it's not a fair game. If if no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Wow, I think mm-hmm. I come from like a very uh, religious Christian background. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the case for some people here who mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. maybe religion doesn't have as much to do with it, but are very conservative. Like mm-hmm. I can see people still thinking that. Yeah. Like very, I think it's quite rare, and other yeah. people would look down on thinking like that. <laughs> um, but I still like I remember I have friends who didn't have sex until they were married, like on their wedding yeah. night. Um, but that wasn't actually like just mm-hmm. for women; it was for for guys too. For guys too, yeah. yeah. Like I yeah. have a very good friend who, like, I grew up next door to, mm-hmm. and she dated the person that she's married to now. She dated him for. Mm, like seven years like they started dating in junior high and then they got married and like that was the first time they had sex wow and then they immediately got pregnant because that's how it works <laughs> it doesn't take that much does guess it? not <laughs> oh wow um yeah so yeah. i think to an extent the idea of like staying pure or being mm. a virgin mm-hmm. um like not being tainted like which is such a gross idea it is i really don't like it but i think that is still around here but yeah a lot less so after i moved out of that very small town that I <laughs> and i just yeah it kind of went it. away okay. like, i don't find a lot of people are like that yeah. now mm-hmm. we even have a word for it it's called virgin complex oh it's a- like like it's actual legit like it's it, if you google it like in chinese it's actually a thing it's mm-hmm. convergent complex is for guys who are just really obsessed with the idea of being a virgin mm-hmm. like a girl being a virgin um and also we have this <laughs> word called virgin face so the ideal look <laughs> of a woman well obviously you know how like they will try to look young and innocent like look, it looks like yeah. they don't put a lot yeah. of makeup and mm-hmm. they actually did mm-hmm. um and they will see them. I'm, oh my gosh! I, I sorry. Just this is probably off the topic, but I remember on the Lunar New Year festival, there were performances and there were dancers, mm-hmm. and they were like they had the perfect virgin faces. So they look like they're thirteen or whatever. And I didn't really. I, I went there with the, with my ex back then, and you know all the my Chinese friends are oh they're so pretty and whatever, and they're they're doing this really seductive dance, you know, mm-hmm. like they they're touching their body whatever. Um, and it's supposed to be really sexy, and I thought it was really hot until, like, my ex started saying, oh, are they even, like, adults? Is that even legal? <laughs> and mm-hmm. then, re- then I realized something that's really beautiful and it's, like, desirable in our culture kind of comes gross to a lot of people here, because it's, like, like, it sounds like you're literally, like, watching little girls, like, doing, like, a really dirty dance. Oh. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird way of looking at women and beauty, I guess. It's just yeah, that innocence really matters to a lot of guys. I'm sure we have that too, though. I mean, like, especially when it comes to 
there's a lot of relationships where it's like the the woman is always younger than the guy like not mm. always but I find like if there's any trope that happens like in literature or in mm-hmm. movies it's always that like it's a younger woman <laughs> an older man um, and usually that with money and, yeah. and intelligence and usually that woman has to like teach the man something very important even though she's young and unexperienced and oh. and like kind of immature like what she's teaching him is something to do with like her immaturity and like being mm. like true to yourself and mm. whatever but yeah, I think like it's mm. it's very easy and probably like a lot of different cultures mm. to um, sexualize mm-hmm. the idea of like a young, like pure mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that is so creepy. Yeah. yeah, it's really disturbing, but mm-hmm. I think it's definitely like across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and in sense. different ways for different cultures, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, we have something called the, what's it called, the, I might be thinking of saying this wrong, but it's like the pixie girl trope, where it's like, it's not a younger woman, but in a lot of, like, teenage romance novels, it's this teenage girl Mm -hmm. who a teenage guy is, like, very attracted to, Mm -hmm. and she's kind of like the rebellious, like, has the short pixie haircut, (laughs) like, she wears funky makeup and she does whatever she wants and she takes him on this adventure and and teaches him something profound about life like Mm -hmm. through that experience he becomes a man or he becomes like Mm -hmm. more of a man than he already was Mm -hmm. and I find I just I really don't like that because then the female character in all of those excuse me those um, books or movies becomes basically like a plot device like to help the man to grow right yeah so you're not as seen you're not regarded as a character as a person you're more of like a sub character almost you're like there to help them encounter to grow it's kind of like not that important is that what you're saying yeah it's always just like this wild kind of free girl who's doing whatever the fuck she wants <laughs> and um isn't really answering to anyone but she's always like kind of broken or like something's wrong in her life or something happened to her mm-hmm. to make her this way mm-hmm. and that's kind of weird too yeah. and then the guy comes in and he always is kind of like a little bit naive mm-hmm. and like kind of like a dork I usually find <laughs> and through like whatever experience he has with her whether they go on like this huge adventure mm-hmm. or whether they fall in love like it's always somehow it makes him into a better person and then I find she usually kind of stays the same or disappears at the end Mm. like she never usually ends up with him usually it's just like she she's like a win she teaches him what (laughs) she needs to teach him and then she's gone yeah she's like mary poppins (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah it's like i don't know bond mr bond is that the and then all the girls are like you know what i mean they're like Oh my goodness. Pretty sexy, they're there and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. And women are always so disposable in mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in every kind of entertainment that we have, like books or movies. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's not anything new, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was very off topic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were talking about sex. Oh, sex. Um, what was the question again? Like, um, how is sex different thing? between, I guess, our different cultures? Like, mm-hmm. Um, and then we basically said, like, 
sounds like it's more like you're more free to hook up with someone. Yeah. In the Western mindset. Mm-hmm. And then from where you're from your where you come from it's more kind of like um you have to like establish, establish that you're dating, dating or something then, or that there's something yeah like yeah. it's definitely more serious it's for for a lot of my canadian friends sex is joy it's like like it's like happiness it's like i'm mean, not happiness because it has to be fun it has to be a good experience but for a lot of girls like chinese girls it's more of a giving it's like oh, really? I mean it, I mean it should be good of course but mm-hmm. it's it also has this many layers to it too mm-hmm. but I do want to say that like it's not like it's changing too because we have this hookup apps in Chinese too like mm-hmm. you know and people just strangers they 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 literally just met each other like a few hours ago and oh do you want to have sex like there are things like that too mm-hmm. but the mainstream kind of perspective is still um, that you should not be like having sex with people just not randomly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. I think like, is there anything? Hmm. I don't know what to ask. That's uh, not awkward. No, no, no. You can ask anything. I mean. I mean, I won't get awkward. Like, I feel, I feel like maybe Canadian people have, like, this weird version of what they think, like, Chinese men and women are like when they're having sex. And I think that's (laughs) also reverse, where maybe, like, people, like, Chinese people have a weird idea of, like, what Mm. sex in Canada, is that? <laughs> like, do you think that's actually like the thing? case? Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure sex is is very similar. What else Where's your vagina? <laughs> no, you have to do that. <laughs> oh, that was. I maybe maybe what I'm trying to say is like um. I feel like there's a lot of like weird fetishes and like fantasies that people mm. have that kind of like go across cultures. Oh yeah, and like they're based on things that aren't nec- that aren't really true, true. But it's like our I like what we think oh. or what we assume or what we even see like in porn or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, people would probably think that Asian girls are more submissive in sex. Is that? kind of what you're talking about yeah I guess like that's yeah. definitely something that yeah I've seen before like yeah. represented in porn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. wow oh my gosh oh, no I'm just kidding um uh, um I I mean I I think there's somewhat truth to it because I feel like this our society women are trained to be more submissive because it's just less feminist, much less feminist in our society. Mm-hmm. Like, women are not as equal as men in a lot of regards. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, maybe women subconsciously will think if they are submissive, they're more submissive, either in sex or in life, mm-hmm. they're more desirable to men. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, everyone has that crave for intimacy and, and relationships, so they will act that way. 
and you know so therefore people would have like Canadian guys would have this fetish or imagination of like women want to be Asian women are more submissive mm-hmm. and everything but I mean in the end we're still like women like Canadian women right like, yeah like we when want... it comes down to it like mm-hmm. sex is sex it doesn't matter mm-hmm. about your culture or your race Right. Like I'm sure sometimes maybe that might influence it in certain ways. Yeah, but like, but not. Mm. But no, everyone has like desire and mm-hmm. want to get it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really depends on like what kind of personality or what kind of mm-hmm. things that you like, whatever. But mm-hmm. and I guess I shouldn't say everyone has desire because there's people who don't mm-hmm. have sexual desire for other people. That's true. Um, I think I don't know if. I think something that I've struggled with or that I've talked with people and that they I've heard that they struggle with too is the idea of like um, kind of like the Western woman is very kind of like sexually in tuned and sometimes that oh. leads to the idea that like she's insati- insatiable and wants sex all the time. <laughs> Which is like, I think the way that I've seen it hurt people is when mm. when women don't have very high sex drives and then they're like what's wrong with me why 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 am i like this like everyone else is off having sex and and yeah. fucking yeah. everyone <laughs> if they want to and like and then i'm just like not turned on as much as most people mm-hmm. which i don't think is the case i think it's like we don't actually talk a lot about yeah. what makes us most insecure mm-hmm. and i think for a lot of cases because we have this idea of like mm-hmm. the insatiable woman um we think if we're not like that then there's something wrong with us Right, so they're frigid or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, or like you're broken for some reason. Oh, yeah. right, so you're traumatized. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's bad sex experience before and you just don't want to do it again. Or Right, yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think like there are, yeah, I guess like sex is still like a touchy subject Yeah. for people. Yeah, 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 right? totally. Like yeah. I think it's very easy to brag about and easy to <laughs> talk guys. about. Like, <laughs> all the good things about it but when it comes down to the things that make you uncomfortable and make you feel vulnerable um, Mm. and the things that you feel like you experience differently than other people when they're having sex versus when you're having sex Mm -hmm. it's like you don't even want to mention them because they just feel wrong Mm. yeah I Mm. wish that wasn't the case because I think like there's Mm. a lot to learn Mm -hmm. from like openly yeah that's true like sharing stories not stories but sharing like thoughts with each other about that Mm -hmm. right that is so true i never thought about it because i always i have to admit that i had this like i had this belief that women here are definitely more forthcoming about their sexual desire Mm -hmm. and it's not regarded as slutty at all like it's okay it's even encouraged Mm -hmm. to just voice out like just to say that oh i like sex and i want to have sex with you like all the time or whatever (laughs) but on the other hand, like you're right, sometimes you're also just as equally allowed to, you know, I don't want as much, that much sex in it, and I think it's okay, and I shouldn't be judged by it. Yeah, so. I think the way I think about it sometimes is like, um, when you have um, kind of like queer culture, mm-hmm. where it's like, you're, it's a very kind of proud, like, we're celebrating our queerness, like, mm-hmm. especially when it's around pride, everyone's super excited, and, like, you love it, it's so <laughs> nice, but then there's, like, this whole other group of queer mm-hmm. people who are very quiet and reserved, and they're, like, where do the yeah. quiet gays go? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not as, like, showy and, like, 
Yeah, yeah and I think for those people, mm. I hope they don't think that, but I think where they are kind of not the, the I hope they don't feel like they're not the norm mm. just because they're quiet. Like, mm. And I think when you're quiet like that or when you, in the same regard, when you don't have as high of a sex drive as you think mm. is normal, you, de- you don't see the representation of yourself in mm. the media or from other people and mm. then you feel abnormal and then you feel like something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I feel like we should just sort of be a little bit more neutral about this because I feel like we could definitely use a little bit more of like what you just like described like not being that forthcoming not being that sexual is the norm like in our culture because you should like being shy is cute Mm. being not forthcoming about what you like in sex is cute Mm. it's innocent whereas like the other way it's not cute and it's not acceptable like it's it's kind of a subculture like if a if a chinese girl just went out and said oh i want to have sex whatever and people are gonna think you're crazy <laughs> right right or like but, even saying what you want out of sex mm, that's weird um i guess it depends on the relationship if like if you've yeah. been dating like or even you're married for a long time mm-hmm. but generally i think it's more acceptable for a guy to be like, I want. Like, the mm-hmm. guy should be the initiator, mm-hmm. basically, in a lot of conversations be- behind the curtain. But, um, and it's like almost shameful for a girl to be like, I want to have so much sex, like with a lot of guys, like I love sex, whatever. It's like when you say that, people are going to be like, hmm, like, is that, <laughs> is right. that okay? Mm-hmm. But I feel like we, should, we could definitely learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it just be more acceptable, inclusive to different attitudes towards mm-hmm. this. I think the key is, like, everything is okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In that regard, like, whatever you feel you need, whether that's, like, mm-hmm. not a lot of sex or just, like, all the sex. Mm-hmm. And, and being able to voice, like, what feels good, whereas, mm-hmm. like, when something isn't doesn't feel good and like it's not doing anything for you like you shouldn't have to just like do that for the other person i mean like you should be able to voice that and say hey like we can do this thing Mm -hmm. like it'll make me happy to do this with you but this isn't like what gets me off like i think Mm -hmm. that's totally fine but a lot of communication like a lot of talking Mm -hmm. about what we enjoy and what we don't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think that's the key definitely That's, that's such a good note to end on. <laughs> okay. Well, then let's end. Yeah. But I, like, yeah, it's great. Sex is great. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it should be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for tuning in. It was fun to Thank talk you. about this. And hope you enjoyed. And we'll be back. And we'll be back. <laughs> One minute you say you